Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Wednesday, June 15th, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney is giving a preview of what to expect during tomorrow's televised January 6th committee hearings. In a video, Cheney says lawmakers will zero in on Trump's relentless efforts to get Mike Pence to send electoral votes back to the states. As a federal judge has indicated, this likely violated two federal criminal statutes. President Trump had no factual basis for what he was doing, and he had been told it was illegal. Candidates backed by Donald Trump continue to have a spotty record in this year's primaries. In South Carolina, for instance, two different outcomes. Tom Rice, one of 10 GOP members of Congress who voted to impeach the former president last year, lost his primary to a Trump-backed candidate. But Nancy Mace, who clashed with Trump after January 6, fended off her Trump-endorsed challenger and won. Pour one out for Internet Explorer. As of today, what was once the world's most popular web browser is now retired. Jordan Erb writes Insider's 10 Things in Tech newsletter, and she says people who try to use Internet Explorer will now be directed to Microsoft Edge. And even though we've known about this for about a year, a lot of people are still feeling a lot of different ways about it. Some had already abandoned it for other browsers like Google Chrome. But for others, it really was their first introduction to searching the internet, so there's just a ton of nostalgia surrounding its retirement. In 2003, about 95% of all internet usage came from Internet Explorer. Isn't that nuts? Anyway, Internet Explorer, we're going to be okay. You can rest now. Mitch McConnell has signaled to his Republican colleagues that he's comfortable with the gun safety bill cooked up by senators from both sides of the aisle. Support from the Senate Minority Leader might make this bill more likely to pass the 60-vote threshold. The current framework includes enhanced background checks for people under 21 and funding for mental health. It's going to be a little while longer before WNBA star Brittany Griner can return to the U.S., Russia says it has extended her detention in the country for a third time, adding that a court investigation into her case isn't complete. Griner has been held in Russia since February, when Russian authorities claim she was found at a Moscow airport with vape cartridges filled with cannabis oil. We're updating the refresh from Insider with the latest headlines, so make sure to check back often. Coming up. We look into why corporate America doesn't want to hire you part-time. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Notion, Unifor, and SalesLoft. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. If you're one of the millions of people rethinking your relationship to work, you might have thought, wouldn't it be great if I could get a part-time job? But why are they so hard to find? Well, despite the pandemic shaking up their traditional workforce, corporate America is still reluctant to create part-time roles. Insider's Rebecca Knight, a careers reporter and one of our regular contributors, is here to explain. So, Rebecca, why are people seeking out part-time work? What's the benefit for them? 
Well, as you just said, a lot of people during this pandemic have rethought what they want out of their jobs, what they want out of their lives. And they're realizing maybe they don't want work to be the organizing principle of of their life. They want to still make money. They want to still contribute and use their brain, but they don't necessarily have 40 hours a week to dedicate to that because perhaps they have other things going on, like they have children to care for or an elderly relative or just other things that they want to do in their lives. And they realize that working part-time, 25, 30 hours a week, would just fit their life better. But how long has this push been going on? Is it really just related to the pandemic or has it started a bit before that? The fact is, it is not just a pandemic thing. There's always been a lack of part-time jobs, and that's always created an obstacle, particularly for working parents and caregivers. But COVID really brought it to the forefront. We know that the pandemic crushed working mothers. There are one million fewer women in the labor force than there were in February of 2020. We would absolutely see many more women, and I'm talking specifically college-educated women with small children in the workforce if companies were to rethink how, how they build their workforce. So you write that it can be logistically tricky for big companies to offer part-time roles. Why is that? Because it is, because they have to think about hiring and onboarding for two people, um, which is expensive for them. The taxes are different. They have to think about sick leave and paid time off. And they have managers who've never necessarily managed a part-time worker. So how would they do that? So they maybe need to train managers to do these kinds of things. So it's really just a headache and a hassle that most companies don't want to deal with. But it's not just all logistics, right? I mean, how do stereotypes and the idea of the American work ethic play into a company's reluctance to offer part-time positions? That is really the crux of the matter, is that employers think less of a worker who wants to work part-time. There's this notion of what the ideal worker looks like, and that is someone who is dedicated, who is committed, who is available to the organization 24-7. And so if someone says, I want to work part-time, I want to work 20 or 30 hours a week, there's this feeling that this person may not be as serious, they may not be as driven, may not be as committed. But of course, that's not true. That is not true at all. That person is just as committed, just as engaged, just as productive, perhaps even more so. So uh, how would hiring more part-timers actually help companies? This isn't just a good move for working parents and working moms. This would be good for their bottom line. So many companies would say to me, well, I can just hire a contractor. But the fact of the matter is, As someone who is employed by your company is more uh, a position to understand and advance your company's mission. They care more. They're more invested. And importantly, part-time workers, by and large, don't plan to be part-time for their entire career. They do want to go on to full-time. And so then you have these workers who understand how work gets done in your company, and they are already well-trained and committed to your organization. So you can then move them into full-time roles if that's what makes sense for them. So what is the most baffling aspect of all this to you? One thing that really stood out to me in my reporting is that women are much better educated than men. In fact, in 2020, women earned more than 60% of all master's degrees. They also outnumber men on college campuses around the country. And so in the workforce in which women have the educational upper hand, companies need to address their needs. And we are in a tight labor market. Companies are not able to hire the people that they want, the talent that they want. This is going to be a challenge for companies for decades. And so they need to think creatively. They need to think about adding 
part-time to the mix, adding job sharing to the mix, thinking about four-day work weeks, thinking about different ways to make work work for different kinds of people. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us on The Refresh, as always. Always so much fun. Rebecca Knight is a senior correspondent and careers reporter at Insider. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Talk to you soon. Bye.